Today is Tuesday, March 9th, 2021. Uh, yesterday, I was very lucky to get my very first shot of the vaccine. I heard today on Big Fatty's show that he got his vaccine shot yesterday, too. And then I saw on Twitter that Larry Vader got his, too, yesterday. So yesterday was the day of vaccine shots. I'll tell you how mine came about. It was, well, I was actually shocked, but because, you know, I had been setting, I had been checking the uh, dcvaccinate.gov or whatever it is, vaccinatedc.gov, because that they were, you know, organizing the shots through this uh, website portal. And I was never, I was, the couple times I started checking it, I did not fit the criteria of the people who were getting the shot. For example, they were saying that they got, um, you had to be 65 or older with a um, pre-existing condition, um, and you had to be in a priority zip code. That was the thing that was getting me. My zip code was not coming up, so I could not register through DC. And well, as it turns out, the DC website um, crashed three days in a row. So this week they are they've had to come up with a new, brand new website. I think I may have said that. Already, I don't know where. I, well, it doesn't matter. So then I was kind of just well, I'll just keep checking the website when you know from time to time to make sure I can still register. So in the meantime, I think it was because I recorded um, a podcast on Thursday. Was it? Let me just check my old good old website archer.com. I think it was. It was. It was Thursday, March fourth. Yes. So. It must have been after I recorded that, that I got an email from Kaiser Permanente, my healthcare provider, and they said, you have a, I forget what they called it, a something appointment, an appointment hook or something. Let me see if I can find that email. Um, where is it? Uh, is that it? Nope. This was it. View message. Just a message site. Oh. Uh, nope. I don't know what it, what they called it. What did they call it? Oh, a scheduling ticket. That's what they called it. Sorry, sorry about that. Um, they said that uh, in the email, it says, you have a scheduling ticket. Please log online log onto your account online and schedule your appointment. And I didn't know what the appointment was for because it doesn't tell you in the email. So I logged on to um, kp.org, which is the Kaiser Permanente website, and clicked you know, clicked on my link and it took me to uh, the appointment center. And it said, you are eligible to uh, sign up for a COVID shot, for the first COVID shot. Um, please select a time and date for your appointment. And I was like, what? Holy crap, just through my um, insurance provider, I qualify for, well, because I do have all these pre-existing conditions. I know Big Fatty said today that one of them was obesity, and yes, it is. I am obese. I mean, technically, but um, I actually qualify for a lot of other things with my um, hypertension because of my uh, heart attack and heart issues, um, and there was something else. I can't think of the other one. Oh, I'm pre-diabetic, I guess. Anyway, so I qualified. And the thing that shocked me was, and this was for getting the shot done in D.C., not going to the D.C. Vaccinate website through just Kaiser. 
and uh, it would have to go to the Kaiser Capitol Hill office, which is like uh, way down in Northeast, which is not the best uh, neighborhoods to be in. But um, I it was like, I'm going anyway. I don't care. So anyway, when I logged on and you know said uh, select an appointment, this uh, window opens up, and there's like 40 or 50 different appointments to choose from on like the next six days or whatever. And I was like, holy crap, I pretty much have whatever whatever appointment I want. So I chose Monday the, uh, the 8th at 11.15 in the morning. Click, you got it, you're signed up. I was like, this is unbelievably easy. I, I can't believe how easy this is. So, cause you know, my, my husband has went through, um, gosh, he had to go through, jump through hoops to get his appointment. And he had to drive all the way into Maryland to Six Flags, Maryland to get his first shot done. So I think I'm pretty lucky. I only had to take an Uber ride to Northeast and get mine. And that's actually what I did yesterday. I decided to take an Uber because I know there's no parking um, around that building uh, where the Kaiser place is. So I'm like, I'm just going to Uber it. So jumped in the Uber, got there. And I actually had time to walk around because they say, they said on the appointment and then on the reminder email, do not arrive early because they do not have the space for people to stand around and wait for their time. And it's true, they don't. But um, so I was like, okay, well, I got here about 15 minutes early. Maybe it was 20 minutes early. And because I didn't want to be late, that was the thing. So I got there about 20 minutes early and I said, okay, well, I have 20 minutes to kill. I'm going to do my walking. So I walk like a mile, a mile and a quarter, I think, before my time was up and um, got my exercise done. Well, at least the majority of it. And then um, I went in and they, you know, right away, they're like, what's your name? Uh, what's your medical number? And then she goes, okay, you're on the list. You're at 1115. Go get in this line over here. So in that line, you had to go over. And there's only two people in front of me. Um, you've had to fill out the basic form information, name, uh, not not na no address or anything, just name, uh, medical ID, because since it's through Kaiser, they already have all your information. Oh, and date of birth. So I filled that out. The guy gave me my little COVID card and some paperwork that explained what the shot's about and said, okay, you can go in here and sit in one of the chairs. And it was like this big room and there was probably... I don't know, 20 chairs all spread out a good six feet apart from everybody else. And maybe there were three people in there. And um, as I was walking in, one of them got up, and his name was called and he got up and went. And then I, as I sat down, a, a lady got her name called and she went up. And then, I mean, I was literally sitting for like one minute and they called my name and I went up and they jabbed me in the arm and put a bandaid on it and said, now you have to cross the hall to that area over there, and you have to wait 15 minutes to see if you have any kind of reaction before you can leave. So I did that. I walked over there. Um, you had to give them your um, medical ID so they could put it in the computer. Um, so, and then she gave the lady gave me a timer, and she hit the go button, and it was already set for 15 minutes. So I just went and sat down in a chair again. Another chairs, plenty of chairs. They were all spread out six feet apart easily. And of course, you're wearing your mask the whole time. I actually double masked it yesterday just to be safe. So um, once my time was up, I was like, okay, I can go. And I went outside and ordered an Uber. 
and it was going to take like seven minutes. So I decided to walk back up and down the street <laughs> while I was waiting for my Uber. And I finished my 30 minutes of exercise in that time. So yay for me. Then I got in the Uber and came home. So the whole thing, I think, maybe took, well, when I count the driving, because it was like a 30, maybe a 30-minute drive over there with traffic. So 30 minutes to get there, maybe max 20 minutes in the actual facility and then 30 minutes back. So that's like an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, it was very easy, very simple. And they scheduled me for my next appointment. Now I heard on Big Fatty Show today that he has to wait a month. He does not get, doesn't get to go until April 4th. Well, I'm going exactly three weeks from yesterday, which would be March 29th. So I'm lucky that way, I guess. So I already have an appointment for March 29th to get my second and final shot. Now I need to find out, and this is something that maybe we can talk about sometime on a on a uh, gangbang or whatever. But uh, what what are your restrictions once you're vaccinated? Can you um, stop wearing a mask? Can you hang around people who haven't been vaccinated? You know what? What I wonder what the because um, this, this the papers I got did not say that. So I'm gonna have to do some um, you know some research on on exactly what you can do and what you can't do. Anyway, moving along. So I have not podcasted since this last Thursday. And on Sunday, and I, and I hate to say this, but Big Fatty talked about this too just briefly. Not that I'm copying him because I already had it on my list to talk about. But so Sunday night on 60 Minutes, Oprah Winfrey had an interview with um, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. Um, I did not watch it, but it seems like, I mean, well, I, I shouldn't say I, I didn't watch it like live on the show. Um, I've seen clips of it on, you know, different like Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that. But I didn't actually watch the entire show, nor did I record it. But I cannot tell you um, how ridiculous it is that we are making their situation into a story that needs to be told over and over and over again. Jeez, I mean, I could not believe this. Oprah was spending all this time talking to them. Um, yes, there may be some racism in the um, Windsor household, but really, don't you think you would expect that? They're a bunch of old people and they've been around forever. Anyway, I guess I guess for me, my, my reaction is why on earth do people care about this shit? I mean, I know it's like, um, what's the term I'm looking for? It's it, it's escape, escapism, like where you can escape your own life and find out about, learn about, and um, live vicariously through these other people. And then, then you don't have to worry about or, or um, work out your problems in your own life. I mean, I know there's that part of it, and that's kind of like TV in general. You watch it to you know get away from your own shit I think. I mean, and plus it's just entertainment and fun. But I can't believe, I'm mean, like, every other scroll on Twitter, there's pictures of, here it is right here. Like, I can see the picture of Oprah in her lavender, looks like a lavenderish kind of sweater with her big glasses and big hair. And Megan, I think she's currently pregnant with her second one. But it's like, geez, I mean, I, I, I can't care about, I cannot care about these absolute one percenters who have these issues. If you're having issues with your family, the um, 
the royal family, that is, I should say, as I'm tapping on the desk, um, then, you know, deal with it. It's just, oh, I just, I couldn't believe it. Um, I mean, I just don't care. And then, then come to find out that they're not poor. Harry is not poor. He got uh, millions of dollars from his mother's inheritance. I think he had to sp split $12.9 with his brother. So you're talking six, roughly $6.5 million there. Then he got $4 million from some other um, thing, some other inheritance or something. I mean, the man has money. They're not hurting for money. So, you know, boo-boo, boo-hoo. I just, I just can't, I just can't care about it. I don't know how other people feel about it. Maybe people, other people are, are um, obsessed with it, but I can't, I can't take it. Well, and basically what I'm saying is I'm tired of seeing it on my Twitter feed, on my Facebook feed, on the news. I just, I'm tired of it. So anyway, I'm going to move past that and I don't want to talk about it again. Okay, so moving on. I was scrolling through Twitter just now looking at that. And one thing that did come up that is very relevant uh, was it actually is something I was going to talk about. Um, I follow the Oreo cookie uh, Twitter feed and they just tweeted, well, not just three hours ago, they tweeted a classic delicious treat, but in a cookie form. Do, do, do not mind, <laughs> do not, do not mind, do not mind if we do. Introducing our newest late limited edition flavor, strawberry frosted donut Oreos. Has anybody seen these? Well, I had already seen them because I went to the, we went to the grocery store on uh, Sunday and they were in the grocery store and I said, I'm buying these and we're making a video. So on Sunday afternoon, well, I should preface this by saying that we already had the Lady Gaga Oreos sitting around and I was going to, we were going to do a video on that, but we, it kind of got away from us. And then we stuck them in the cabinet. And we didn't eat them. So uh, buying those at the grocery store on Sunday, I said, okay, that's it. We're, we're making a video. So Sunday afternoon, we made a video tasting the strawberry frosted donut Oreos and uh, looking at the um, Lady Gaga Oreo, Oreos. Now, the Lady Gaga Oreos are not a different flavor. They're just like the regular golden, you know, the uh, vanilla cookie, um, but they're different color. Like the cookie part is pink and the cream part is green. And I'm guessing those are either her favorite colors or the colors of the, well, I know pink is one of her favorite colors, but um, pink and green must be for, for her new album, um, Oh, God, now what's it called? Because I just was having that issue yesterday. Chromatica, that's what it was. So um, the cookies were produced to go along with the um, release of her album, Chromatica, which was a couple months ago, I think. Uh, so there was those, and then I, we had the strawberry frosted donut ones. And those are interesting because it's the golden cookie, like um, you know, like the other ones. But on the inside, the cream, there's actually two layers of cream. One layer is a tan color like the donut, and the next layer is the pink uh, layer like the frosting on the donut. And it also has little glitter sparkles in it to be like the sprinkles on top of a, a strawberry frosted donut. <laughs> so it's kind of cool. Um, well, I, and, and of course we tasted them and they were, I thought they were delicious. I'm, I'm thinking about now I'm gonna go in there and get me some after I finish podcasting. But um, of course, as usual, my husband didn't care for them as much. But anyway, we did make a video and you need to go over to the YouTubes and watch the video. Um, I should really probably put that on. 
my feed somewhere. Now, just look for Paul Armstrong on YouTube, and you'll know by the way I, what I look like, and you'll see the video for the strawberry frosted donuts. There's some other videos on there, but nothing, nothing majorly new. They're all a while old. Anyway, check out the video. It was fun doing. As usual, my husband's a little um, funny about the cookies and stuff, so it was good. Now, I have one last thing. Do I have time? Yeah, I have time to talk about this. Well, only because I don't know. So, I keep... Well, this started this started showing up on Twitter yesterday, and then I had to try to read an article just to figure out what the hell it was. Anyway, the, the question I have is, what is NFT? So, I put in NFT in the search bar, and I go, and it's right here. It says... What is an NFT? An NFT is a non-fungible token. Now, a non-fungible token is a special type of crypto, cryptographic token which represents something unique. NFTs are thus not mutually interchangeable. This is the contrast to cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and many network or utility tokens. They are not fungible in nature. Now, that's from Wikipedia. Um, now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because it was in the news yesterday that um, the, you, you'll recognize that the um, cat from like the, one of the first YouTube videos, the cat that's flying around in the air, and it's got a rainbow flag coming out of its butt while it's flying, and there's sparkly stars around. Well, that little video, that little video clip, is considered to be an NFT, and somebody paid $600,000 for it. Now, so, okay, so I say, I, I, I read that and I say, they said they paid $600,000 for it, but what did they pay for? A little chunk of digital information, like the video. But does that mean that nobody, like it's theirs and nobody can... Um, well, nobody can buy it, but um, like, what do you do with it? You paid that much money for it, but then can you sell it for more? I think you can, actually. And then the owner or the uh, uh, creator of Twitter, one of the creators of Twitter, sold a tweet for uh, $2.5 million. And I think the tweet is the one that, um, is it Magic Johnson doing a, uh, what's it called? A three free throw or something? I don't know. Um, let me. I need to look at that. I don't know. Oh, there's an NFT ink. Interesting. Um, NFT tweet. Let's do that. Just because I'm curious. Okay, here it is. Jack Dorsey's first tweet. He sells his first tweet for $2.5 million as an NFT. Now, his first tweet was simply, which everyone did on their very first tweet, was setting up my Twitter account. And he sold that for $2.5 million. I still don't understand it, though. Like, what does the person get? I mean, it, 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 the thing is that it's not physical. It's nothing. It's, there's no physical um, item or anything. It's all digital. I don't know. It's if anybody knows uh, anything about NFTs or 
if you can explain it better than I just did or um, explain I, I, or give me you know a better explanation it, I would appreciate it because <laughs> I just don't get it you know and that might be my age because I just I'm not I'm not young enough to understand these things anyway that's it so that's all I have for today there are, will not be a uh, Arch Gangbang show this week I'm thinking about maybe the last week in March but we will see so maybe I'll podcast one more time this week you never know anyway that's all for today boys and girls thank you so much for listening and I hope you're doing well today and until next time bye This show is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.